Good morning, evening, afternoon, night, whenever it is, and welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive with Derek. I'm going to start off jumping into my little health and safety minute, a little sharing moment I take with you at the beginning of my podcast, and talk about the safety of, of thoughts, to talk about the idea of false news, false knowledge, bad information, and of course, like 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 anybody, we all say things which can be right, uh, which can be wrong, uh, willingful ignorance, or we can just be uninformed. But still, there's always the risk when we're talking, especially on an open forum, that you know information gets shared that could be wrong. So, I would like to go over a point discussed on the podcast that actually turned out to to, to be wrong, or to expand on a comment on Neanderthals, uh, which I adamantly said uh, scientifically were um, wiped out by humans, at least in part. But uh, from what I read on the latest research, it seems to be more uh, that uh, they theorize it is a uh, some sort of uh, human contagion, uh, some sort of disease uh, that was spread around um, long ago that potentially, they think, a leading doctrine is that it that's what led to their, their demise. Well, from the sound of this, it seems as though it's going to be a, a somber, serious, and um, you know, quite uh, well put out podcast. But again, this is a Seab and Deeb episode. So uh, for those of you who have the acquired taste of it, you know exactly what to expect. Uh, we go over a little bit of everything. We talk about uh, the future of humanity in terms of space travel, artificial intelligence, space ethics, if you will, as well. Uh, just a little uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I do give a small spoiler about the show Colony. So <laughs> if you haven't seen the show, just watch out for that. It's coming up at some point. Uh, yeah, we talk about just war, human uh, human ethics, human decency. Uh, we go into uh, you know some other you know, kind of crazy uh, conspiracy theories just talking about things and uh, just random thought experiments you know it's a Stephen Deeb episode so get yourself comfortable get your mind ready see you on the other side now prepare yourself for a deep dive with Derek imagine just make, like trying to make their own like version of Superman but it's Chinese what, what would you think they'd call him? We Superman, but they're just like make him Chinese. Hmm. You know, they kind of steal him. They're probably like put like an S, but it would be like I don't know, like Chinese letter S somehow. <laughs> I work only for the government. There's like a thousand Superman. They're all just working the fields and doing yeah. uh, manual labor. You're the strongest being. Do the most. But work. Let's be honest though. If you could have like a whole bunch of Superman and then just like plow a field and do what a, a farmer would do in like a week. And they can do it in like a couple of hours. Like holy shit! Well, Superman is the ultimate solar cell, solar battery, oh, yeah. right? Superman essentially is a giant solar battery that can go up. And that's what we want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a robot or some sort of being to fly up, get charged by the sun, come back and mm. do work for us or fight criminals or whatever. But the amount of energy he expends for what he gets from the sun, like it's a lot of energy he's he's using up. You know what I mean? I I think he's I think when they when they created him almost like a concept of a magnifying glass with the sun you know what i mean so you can have a lot of rays and then concentrate them into one direction and then it amplifies them considerably it's not it's, it's but it's a magnifying glass only gets as much light as hits that circle right yeah and it magnifies it into a point if he's the magnifying glass he's not so he's magnifying the energy into a specific point yeah. like his eye lasers or yeah. something or his breath or his flight or his you know he's just like like just putting in one end in one area he's, he's, he's somehow his genetics allow him to take all the energy and then just pinpoint it into one one place yeah i think his cells can also store energy from the sun too you see that when he always flies up and then starts getting oh, more yeah. powerful and well that's what a battery does it yeah it decays energy. over time and loses energy yeah yeah, yeah. 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 stores energy and uses it so that's like everything really that's like that's that's life yeah it's just storage of energy until something bigger comes along and eats it and uses that energy. Well, it's like an electron too or whatever, even some atomic particles, any energy, right? It has a certain amount of energy that it loses while moving. Yeah. 
and then interacts with other particles that either give it energy or it well, separates it into x-rays. If you know? it's moving in space, then it doesn't take energy to move in space. Well, it loses friction, like frictional energy. There's enough friction in space. Yeah, well, yes, there is. Very minor. In space, there's still a little bit of like, almost no, In space, there's almost none, right? Like, yeah, if, almost, if they can't even prove in space, yeah. that black matter actually exists, then that means there's no friction in space. That no, there's still measure. hydrogen atoms and whatever might come in contact with as it moves through. Yeah, but that's hitting, that's hitting, that's different though. That's, other, that's hitting uh, material that's not traveling Other electrons, space. other whatever traveling through space, well, other energy. They could potentially hit protons, but I mean... That's or a, any, any other subatomic particle it comes in contact with, yeah. right? Like, all, all I'm saying is... They influence each other. They transfer energy. They steal each other. They, energy breaks apart. You have a particle that breaks apart into other stuff, right? Mm. Like it's all stored. Everything just it's energy storage and energy transformation. Yeah. Right. A lot like the high school. Yeah, probably not a proverb, but saying used to go right. Like you can't create or store energy. You can only yeah. Transform it. And the second law of thermodynamics. Is it? Which is probably wrong. Like everything else that we know. Yeah. And, uh, Hey, talking about transformation, apart from the Hulk, name like what? What? Well, what other superhero transforms? Shazam, I guess. Shazam, yeah. yeah. That really transforms. I mean, more green, like a magic. They, they all transform because they always have their persona. Their their personal. You know what life. I mean? Like a Frieza and 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 Dragon Ball Z type of transformation, like an actual like yeah, okay. changing form. Yeah, not that many. I mean, the what is it? Uh, Damage from from DC, which is like the Hulk, their their version of Hulk. Okay, uh, I guess he would transform. Um, Ghost Rider transforms. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Rider does transform. That's true. I guess Johnny Johnny Blaze kind of turns a fire. Yeah, the Iceman turns into uh, ice. But it's like not ice. that different, right? Like it's very un. It's like. Trans- most, most everything is already in its final form ish yeah thing, you know the transformation is like I, I see it also it's used much more heavily in Japanese anime yeah. than anything yeah much more organic uh, yeah. you know yeah it's more of like a emotional response as opposed to a physical response you know like oh they're transforming he's going super sane but it's because he's angry yeah you know, it's always because he's angry so it's always like an emotional physical response yeah. so I guess it's just signifying their emotions hmm Still kind of cool. I like that. You know? Oh yeah. This is not my final form. Hey, yeah. um, what what uh, what's your favorite anime right now? Oh, I haven't been watching it in a while. In a while. Uh, I've still kept on touch with uh, the new Sword Art Online. What's that about again? It's uh, the the kind of um, online like a. Online. It's like a VR. Like yeah. it's a, it's in a world where like VR actually is like fully submersive, so you plunge your consciousness into VR. And then it's characters who play through it, but then they get stuck in a game where. Well, you got a smirk on your face. Well, I'm, uh, I do have a smirk on my face. I, I, I start thinking about the holodeck. I thought about the next question I wanted to ask you. Oh man, if we could make holodecks, holy shit! Like, what do you think you'd really? I do? guarantee you, if they could make holodecks, people mating with other people physically, reduce significantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless by accident, you know what I mean? Like you have sex oh, with somebody I, in a holodeck sure and you're like, oh my love. god, you're a human? Uh, uh, you just walked in there and there's an orgy going. Oh uh, my god, go. I thought you guys were all holograms. Uh, uh, what, would, uh, what would yours be? A holodeck? Uh, what, would, what, what do you think a holodeck would do? Oh, no limits to what you could do in a holodeck. I'm not, I'm not even surprised if on like one of the Star Trek shows you'd actually find out that like they were all in the holodeck all along. Uh, you know what I mean? Q's not Q. Yeah. He's just some guy running a holodeck. No. Think about that. The whole show completely changes yeah, if Q is but just let's like be honest. Like almost every couple of episodes, like the whole ship loses power. They're about to run in oxygen and heat. What do they do? You know what I mean? Like if the whole ship loses power, the the holodeck would shut down. So if the holodeck shuts down, the power system on on Star Trek shuts down that often, the chances of a whole episode going by and it's in a holodeck and no one realizes it and they never lose power. No, the whole so thing, the whole series. That's the thing. Yeah. That's well, dude, dude, it's no, it's no different than what, um, uh, what James Moriarty experiences in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. There's James Moriarty, who's like Data. Go, I don't know if you remember, but Data pretty much runs a Sherlock's home, Sherlock, Sherlock's Sherlock Holmes uh, program, where he tries to to de- defeat it, and he yeah. always beats it. So he asks the computer to make an enemy, or he makes Geordi ask the computer to make an enemy, an opponent, even Data can't beat. Okay. And essentially, it gives sentientness or consciousness, whatever, to this computer program 
And all of a sudden, he's like, wow, I've been living my whole life not knowing this is true. And at the end of the episode, they pretty much trick him into thinking he's off the holodeck when he's on the holodeck. And he's living there for years and years afterwards, right? So I, I, that's, they've shown a presence in the show that a character, a conscious being, can be duped into being on the holodeck without really knowing it. Well, yes, but I mean, I think you definitely do that easily within a short amount of time, as long as the holodeck doesn't cut out. Well, yeah, yeah, but here, here's the thing: how, how long? Maybe Q's ship is much more advanced than um, the Federation ship. She doesn't have a ship. The, um, what Q's I'm saying is, what, what I'm saying is, the whole show, yeah, the ship, Earth, everything is all just a holodeck program. Yes. And Q is like the captain. They're just some guy having shits and giggles and fun mm. with this holodeck program. Yeah. Think about that. Well, yeah, but that's just like one of those typical like. Flashpoint times when they just reset everything and then oh well no it's just reset it back to reality it's just one of those things no, again no yeah. still be cool but what what would I do with a holodeck oh wow yeah that uh... what's the what's the first thing that I think I'd do if I could I could just run a holodeck I think I'd want to like experience different times of, of humanity oh, yeah yeah I, I mean, want superpowers you want superpowers I want to learn I want to feel like what it is to fly. I want to feel like what it is to like swim with dolphins and whales and go super fast in the water. I want to feel like well, I want to feel like what it is to have like fucking lightning bolts in my hands and just be able to like topple towers if I wanted to. Like, you're right. I'm I'm kind of using the the context of what I've seen on the show because uh, they never of course low budget I guess right. You never see them like why isn't Worf a dragon? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. like why are these? Why, why are you doing like a detective piece? Yeah. Why aren't you like fighting a dragon? You can fight a dragon and like have it burn you alive yeah. or whatever if you want to. No. If you're like a warrior like Worf, you could be like, I want to fight a dragon to the death. Yeah. <laughs> die and then you don't really die. You know? yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would want to, that sounds weird. Does it sound weird that you'd want to like, not experience death, but you, know, you kind of would? But how though? Because all it does is create a simulation around you. It can't alter your perspective of it. Well, you can like fall, fall off a building, right? You can fall off a building in a holiday. Yeah, but you can't hit the ground. You can't die. I know, but you still get the experience. Experience would be like up until that moment. Oh, for sure. And then you like go black, and then yeah, yeah. And then somebody come out and go like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, but that's not true. <laughs> you could have been a dragon. Why are you jumping off a building? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What would you do? I just oh. said everything I'd do. I'd fly, swim with dolphins, and go real fast. I would like go to the bottom of the ocean and I want see you, it with my own and eyes. Once you've done all this, what kind of like, what kind of intricate story would you weave? You could weave a story, right? Like, well, I mean, we're obviously guaranteeing that I'm gonna have someone to like bang person that like is fucking hot as hell, and I just get to like summon her every time I want to bang. I, I, well, there you go. I, I, that's yeah, I, that I mean, was assumed. That I, was assumed I, by you, but I, there I think you go. That's pretty much. Uh, if you had your own holodeck. You know you're gonna do that. You know you are. Who, who are we kidding? Blue alien, green alien, red alien. Uh... Seriously, like if you're a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter. You're gonna use that shit. If you're a guy, you're gonna like go for a hot girl. If you're a girl, you're gonna go for like a hot guy. You're gonna go for like a Jason Momoa type of guy. You know what I mean? Like everyone's gonna use it. And it's, yeah, of course you're gonna have your little your plaything on the side. Oh wow, Jason Momoa would definitely be in one of my holiday programs. Just every time I do something good, he's like, Sam would be like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> every time. he just pop in and give you a high five. <laughs> I'd be like, you stay out of the room. I don't, I don't want this holodeck chick to see you and then decide she wants you instead of me. <laughs> but the holodeck knows what the holodeck knows. Uh, oh, man. No. He, he, I'll, hear, I'll hear my man from the outside of the door. <laughs> the, the door will be closed and then he'll stay on the outside. And that'll be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who else? Who else would you add to your... What other famous people? Well, that's the thing, too. Would you add Jason Momoa or would you add Aquaman? I would that's, never that's add Jason Momoa. I Not the no... sexual part of it. I'm... Yeah, but it doesn't even matter what possible... I mean, adding him... I don't know. Why? Like, I would rather be in, like, the bottom of the fucking Mariana Trench or, like, seeing, like, the jungles of, You wouldn't like, want to swim with Aquaman in the bottom of the Mariana Trench? No, I would be Aquaman at that point I would have his powers I'd be able to swim as him like why would I want to have him next to me why would I want to have companionship somebody... is kind of fun it's kind of fun to be on an adventure not that's why I have you okay? well, I'm not necessarily on this holodeck it's just it's you a on the holodeck so you're gonna make me <laughs> no I literally if I want companionship I leave the holodeck and I talk to somebody <laughs> what would you do what do you again? mean again 
you already asked me that question. I know, but it was kind of a half-assed answer, and I think you you wanted to rethink it. That's why you asked me again after I had answered the first. No, time. I want to know more about what you would do. You talked about a couple of activities, but I wanted you to elaborate on it. I wanted oh. you to tell me really like your story. Are we supposed to be checking the volume and stuff of the mic? Yeah, maybe we can stop and check the volume. What if you had a what if? What if I had a what if? Yeah. Then I'd be able to ask you a what if, and you'd be able to answer it for me. So what if? What if you could walk on the ceiling? What would you do differently if you could walk on walls in the ceiling? How would your day be different, do you think, if you could My walk? question is, are you affected by gravity the same way, but it's just direction toward the ceiling? Yeah. Then I wouldn't, because you would cave in the ceiling with every fucking step. <laughs> it's a magical power. Okay, so it's not gravity does not affect you the same way, then. Well, gravity, if you are on the ceiling, gravity will bring you down towards the bottom. So you... That's what I'm saying. It's not the same effect of gravity. It would be like, you know, slightly higher than gravity of the one pulling us down towards Earth, but just enough to keep us on the ceiling. So it wouldn't be the same effect of gravity, right? You are able to not fly, but you have anti-gravity powers where you can defy gravity and just start floating. So you can float to the ceiling and then regulate yourself. Dude, I would sleep. In the air, like a bat, all the time. Yeah. I just float and sleep. Yeah, you never have a bad back when you wake up. You never feel this uncomfortable. I mean, it would be amazing. It would be the best sleep of my life. Well, I'm assuming that you'd have to actively. So you, I guess you're like this plenty like of like rest, you're, superhero you're... like shows and movies where they just like suspend themselves when they're sleeping. Name one. Uh, Raven in uh, Teen Titans. She suspends herself in Teen Titans. So does the Phoenix when she's uh, floating in the air. When she was dreaming in the, in the Starfire school. Starfire or Phoenix? Uh, Phoenix. In X-Men? Yeah. Which one? When she's floating in the, Many times. Well, she's, she's floating, floating. Yeah, yeah, but she's not walking on the ceiling. She's not sleeping no, in the air. she floats. Yeah, a lot of times when she was having a nightmare, she's floating up above. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're giving yourself pretty advanced powers, man. Jean Grey is a pretty powerful mutant. Yeah, but they make her really lame. So. Do you have a favorite uh, superhero? No. I can have a favorite superhero. That's like saying you have a favorite flavor of ice cream. What you is don't... your superhero of the month? And I know I'm just equally as annoying as you when somebody asks me that question. I get the same smart-ass answer to you. I don't have a favorite. I like a lot of things. <laughs> so, you have to say it. You've been reading up a lot but, on, on, on we, superheroes, yeah, right? Yeah, but sure. But at the same time, like we're not 20 years old anymore where we read the first uh, comic book of that series. You know what I mean? Like... We've read so much shit. We've seen so much shit that like it's hard to shock us into impression these days. Like it takes a little more. It takes that extra, you know. Well, like your spirit animal. What's your spirit hero? Spirit hero. You know. Well, there's a reason why people used to like worship Dionysus or worship. You know know who my spirit hero is? Thanks for not saying it. It's the couch god from Teen Titans. Oh, the couch god from Teen Titans. Yeah, the couch. You know, and he's like the puffy cloud and they get absorbed into him. And then, yeah, yeah, I'll be him. (laughs) You can be him. I'll I'll sit on you, I guess. I'm the couch god. Don't sit on the couch god. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they fight the couch god? No, they become, well, kind of, but then they become friends at the end because you can't be the couch god. And because, like, how can you you not be friends with Beast Boy and and Cyborg? No, but... Come on, that's a cop out. That's a half-assed answer. I'm holding you, up, holding you up to your own, uh, your own standards here. What do you want? What, what exactly are you looking for? I'm looking for what ability of all these abilities you're talking about before: swimming in the Mariana Trench, jumping at twelve volcano, flying. Superman. What's the one? I mean, if you want to get lame, then yeah, obviously, who wouldn't pick uh, Superman? Uh, like, why you wouldn't you be able to do all that? Then I'm, I'm changing the dynamics uh, of the okay. game because you're trying to beat the game well that is i mean if you say that what i mean who wouldn't pick superman who who wouldn't if you were the only hero why would you have to be superman because superman can do pretty much everything better than everybody else (laughs) that's why they made him they made him literally as an op hero they made him a god that's why he's like always out of the picture whenever there's other superheroes around (laughs) yeah but i mean are you are are you so if you're choosing superman and you have his powers you also have to have his code of ethics no you said what what? So what's superpower then? One power. Eye lasers? Light? No. Cold breath? No. I mean, Lightning in, in, face? In his case, it would be like invulnerability. Mm. 
I mean, if you can live life knowing that, like, even if you get hit by a car, yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, you can, like, travel anywhere, and you'll be like, meh, you can't really hurt me, so... It's like Luke Cage and invulnerable skin type thing where you can't... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Because I think you can take energy blast. Luke Cage can take energy blasts and stuff, too, not just, like, bullets. Uh, he's, he's, he's generally tough, yeah. That's, yeah. Pretty, that's a pretty cool, like, superpower. Generally tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes on the on the monitor as we're recording right now, I can see when the sound skyrockets. But I'm pretty sure most software has a setting where you can just hit the max so that it it plateaus. It it does, but then depending on what the you can, I can I can adjust it. But if I adjust everything at the same time, I don't find it as good of a job as if I go to the specific areas, especially the trouble areas, and just tweak them a little bit. So then why wouldn't you do that like straight away? Because then I have to stop and break the flow of our, our conversation. No, 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 I mean, like, why don't you, like, just listen to it once? And then just every time you have a high point, just... Because it, it seems weird for me, and anyway, it, when you're in a conversation, to always have your mind on something like sound waves, and you're not really paying attention to, or as much attention anyway. You are obviously paying some attention. But... And now for joke time with Sieb. Cross a puppy with a chicken. And what do you get? What do you get? Pooched eggs. <laughs> Pooched eggs. I get it. That's a good one. Hey, um, why did the boy throw the clock out the window? Because he's out of time. He wanted to see time fly. Yeah. Yes, he was having fun. Yes, by throwing clocks out the window is fun. Take a lot of Isn't money. Isn't something Calvin would do? He doesn't have that many clocks. <laughs> he throw a clock out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Cross a shark with a parrot, and what do you get? What? A bird that talks your ear off. Yep. These are some howlers for kids. <laughs> oh, man. Anybody who's listening to this podcast is not getting grade A material. That's for sure. There's nobody listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephen Deep episode. Skip. Yeah. Not, 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 not this episode. Yeah. I forget about that sometimes. Like, I don't like a lot of Joe Rogan stuff about the MMA. I skip those and oh, whatever. Yeah. Or some comedians on the, I don't really like that much too. So well, that's the nice thing about it, right? Like, if people don't like this, then they know not to come. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually, that should diminish the amount of, like, bad comments and negative people. Although, there's a lot of negative people. I think about Spotify is you don't get comments. Really? There's no comments to Spotify? No. What's Joe Rogan going to do? not have to get a whole bunch of terrible comments and stuff. I really want to know how many people actually work for Joe Rogan. I want to know what is his full setup crew. Hmm. Is it really just him and Jamie? They might they might have that on like YouTube or uh, not YouTube uh, Wikipedia or something. Have Maybe you ever tried looking it up. But now that I'm thinking about it, there's not really any editing involved. I mean, there's an intro and an outro, and oh, yes, is, is, the is, sound editing during it, you know, to moderate the sounds. Yeah. But, I mean, besides that. But he has a manager, right? It's not Jamie. He has a manager, so he has, he has a, manager. a manager. He has Jamie. And he, well, who's man who, what manager does he have? I don't know. I thought he, said he has the same manager for, for, what, for forever now. And he never got rid of them. and No, I think he means his comic, his comedian uh, uh, manager. I'm pretty sure it's the same person who sets up his meetings and stuff. No, Is it Jamie who he... sets up his meetings? Because there's somebody who probably contacts people and you yeah, know, no, Joe Rogan yeah. I want to talk to this person and they start contacting Yeah, them. yeah, talk the to representative. Their agent yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but that's only for like a Hollywood side. It has nothing to do with his, his show. I'm pretty sure. That's where it's like his comics. You and... think he calls everybody up? He calls up called up all these people to, to talk to them necessarily or is it his agent who talks to somebody else does he talk to John Stewart does he talk to Robert Downey Jr there's got to be at least one person maybe his wife what does his wife do for a living I have I don't know I don't know anything about the guy I just listened to a show I tend not to follow the personal lives of celebrities because... Well, you brought it up. You did. You want to know his setup and how many people work for him. Because we were talking about podcasting. Yes. I talked about a subject and you went on a tangent about Joe Rogan's life. 
I think I think if we're talking about podcasts and Joe Rogan comes up, it's not a tangent. I think I'm saying, you, brought it, you, you brought us down podcast. that slippery slope, not me. That's slippery slope. You're slippery slope. Lowest form of competition. You're the one there. skating up it. Jokes on you. I don't know how to skate. We could change that. No, that's good. Dude, you gotta take chances sometimes, man. You gotta, be, you gotta be ready to fall. So it diminishes your fear of falling. It. I just don't necessarily want to go skating. I'd much rather learn how to ride a bike before I try to do skating. Why not both? I don't, I don't know. Why won't I pick up skiing instead? Why not? Except for, you know, the expense. I, I, I much prefer team sports over... If I was going to do a, a personal sport, I'd probably go do a martial art. That's what I would do. Yeah, you should do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. But I would like to, to follow something. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would do... I don't think I would do jiu-jitsu. I, I have a funny feeling <laughs> I'm going to break easily. Okay. I would I'd probably do something that's more of a... Um, uh, not artistic, but I forget how you call it, but you know, like karate or kung fu or whatever. One of the more just... Definitely not karate. No. Okay. Well, no, actually you could because karate is not normally contact. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you could do... You could and do I did karate when I was younger as well yeah. for like a year and a half type thing, which isn't much, but... Is it important? It's recording, yeah. I'm just getting a thousand. Uh, this hockey league I'm part of, and I get like bombarded with like a thousand messages uh, every now and then. It's like boom, 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 boom. A thousand notifications. You don't have Facebook, so you're. Dude, that's like work for me. Yeah, following. Uh, no, like, no, because like everyone communicates through text. Yeah. So like one of the bosses opens up the text line, and then everybody answers, and you have like. 12 freaking emails just pop up in like a few minutes that's what it's like, like <laughs> bam 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 oh yeah oh yeah and and at work we recently got like teams uh which i guess we had skype before anyway but more and more we're starting to like everybody's starting to text each other like okay. like like messenger each other like you know and I your teams teams microsoft teams it's like uh okay it's like uh we chat channels yeah okay exactly oh cool is like what's going like are people back in the office now yeah people are back in the office but okay. uh, limited okay limited to a certain number of people really like yeah. how do they pick that uh usually volunteer basis because a lot of people don't want to come in Mo a oh. lot, most people kind of like working at home or they have kids you save like at least two hours of commute uh, every day you know mm -hmm. and a lot of other people are also worried about public transit and how safe it is for covid so mm -hmm. We have a small bubble and a lot of people probably have like elderly parents. They want to keep them safe and whatnot. But some people volunteer. They work better there. They can't concentrate at home, so they want to go to the office. Do you think that your office will fully open up like as in like in, in sense that people come back this year? Nope. No. I think it's pretty obvious nothing's happening in 2020. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody is going full blast in 2020. Um, I, I'm not going to name names, but a couple people I know who work for pretty huge institutions um they're not going back in 2020 they've already said like nope we're not doing it in 2020 so when do you think they'll go back i think it's going to go back probably after um spring next year i'm a, i'm a hopeful or assuming that sometime in like january february they're going to come up with a vaccine you might understand china already has a vaccine that they're using on some of their people i don't know how effective it is but all their frontline workers are already getting vaccinated so I'm sure by like next March, we're going to have something. It's probably going to be like a temporary three-month vaccine. But hey, we can start going back or something. Mm -hmm. Either that or it's going to be radically, things are just radically going to change. It's one of the two. Imagine COVID was just like a super strong virus, like flu that they released. All in the attempts to get the majority of people to take this one injection of whatever it is. Right? Yeah, I've thought about that before. I, I like uh, going down like a conspiracy theory type of type, type of valley. Yeah, either that or you get a lot of people to stay at home, so that way people just can't, you can't bond as much with other people, so it kind of quells any kind of like rebellion or anything too. Mm. Yeah. Revolution, rebellion. What is a revolution, not a rebellion? Rebellion seems so much more. Uh... Rebellion is innately means it failed. Revolution means they won. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why everybody's saying, you know, Vive la Revolution. They're saying, hey, let's, uh, uh, 
a win. And they're not going to say, hey, we're going to rebel because that's kind of saying, hey, we're going to fail. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but definitely not this year for, 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 for going back uh, to the offices. I think people will a little bit, but and at a certain point, if it's going to, that's even the worst thing. If it's always going to be this kind of idea of we don't know when, we don't know if, mm-hmm. we don't know what. I think a lot of companies have to start making a decision. It's we don't know, but we need to do something. Mm. And I think that's not a bad thing because at a certain point, especially with all the debt that the world is in, like the huge amount of global debt and how people are living more and more in debt, mm. I think something needs to change in terms of innovation, in terms of working methods or in terms of the system to, mm. to change. I think we have to find a way of subverting the rich, really. Subverting meaning? Well, the rich are the ones with power. The rich are the ones that make the jobs. The, the rich are the ones that... They kind of use the rest of us to support them. Yeah. We have to find a way of sustaining society without depending on the the wealthy. You know what I mean? Like we we need to change the scale that we we value in in our, in our society. We have to go with. Oh, is it too much weaking? Yeah, too much weaking. Don't march. It's going on. So we have, we have, sorry. So the, the you want, essentially want to like tax the rich more. Oh yeah. I think it should be heavy taxes. Yeah. tax on the rich. Heavy taxes. For sure. I think, I think everything should be, I think you should be put in uh, an unknown bracket. Well, I mean, I guess it would be pretty obvious, but well, not necessarily. There could be like a, a hidden scale of percentages that you fall into when it comes to things like fines speeding tickets parking tickets um infractions you know like uh you know bowling infractions or anything like that right where for example if 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 a a single mother gets pulled over and then she gets a hundred dollar ticket or a hundred twenty dollar ticket because she's just going in a 70 and a 50 zone which most of us do anyway but she just happened to be the one that got get hit then $120 for her is a huge amount of money but then somebody who makes like you know a million dollars a year goes speeding by in their fancy car and then they get a ticket and then it's $120 for them it's like peanuts it's nothing right so what's the point of having laws to punish people if they don't actually really feel punished from it so that's why there should be a scale. Maybe maybe the law is not to punish people; it's just the way to get more money to yeah. pay for things at the same time. Well, yeah, but then I mean, why not get more money from people who have more money? Anyway, yeah, and and but the problem if you start taking more, charging more to the rich for speeding, you don't think that they're gonna pref- cops are preferentially gonna try to give speeding tickets to more expensive cars. Well, they're already targeting they're black already. people, so maybe it'll give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 yeah. But th- there's definitely a lot to a lot that needs fixing. It's too bad. It's hmm. it's it's funny because it seems so simple. It seems as if the answer has to just be how can it be so complicated? There's a certain amount. We all have a certain amount of time no, and is work, simple. energy that we can do, and things we can learn to have access to. We just need guidance. No, you know I, mean? I don't. Th- I don't We're think so. Guidance, I, man. It's not about guidance. Well, yes, guidance helps for sure. But the thing is the problem is power the people who have money right now are the ones in power they're the ones that control the laws they're the ones that decide how things are going to swing with the politics and all of that so as long as we abide by the system of our, our, our the structure of our our laws and our rules in society that society is run by them that rule and structures are run by them so they will always be on the winning hand you know what i mean yeah so I either we have to completely ra- radically change the structure, mm-hmm. or we have to find a way of just completely subverting it. I think we have to change how money works and what money is. Just yeah. money in itself. Go back I think the trade. concept of money, even the concept of trade. You know what I mean? But I think in the end, any any good solution you might have gets quelled by just human nature as well. Because as much as I want to say it's just the rich, at a certain point, I, I think that. You give people a choice as to what should they should do, the right or wrong thing, you know? And in the end, I don't think the right thing would always win. No, the I think... Thing, I, I think people are very selfish as well. I think most people are trash, for sure. I, th- I think like 80% of the population is just like bad people. 
I mean, how many times do you just get cut off by people or, you know, like people just, uh, they, you know, like today I was, you know, I was walking Winnie on, on the side of the road and, well, not side of the road, but on the sidewalk. <laughs> and just as an example, this like older lady, she decided that she, no, she's going to stay on her side. And then she wanted me and Winnie to walk on the side of the street. But I'm like, obviously, if you have a dog, they want to sniff on the grass and they want to be on the grass. You also don't want to train your dog to walk in the middle of the road either. Yeah. You know? No, but I mean, just on that side. Like, she wouldn't mm. change sides yeah. of the sidewalk. She just has to step, like, a foot to her left or whatever, you know. Uh, and, and then, like, Winnie and I could have passed on the, on the... But no, she didn't want to move. It was her priority. Like, that was her right to be there. You know what I mean? It's like, there's so many of these trashy people out there that, like, are just filler. I mean, I guess... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, it's hard I, to... Yeah. I think 80%, 80% of people are trash. You know, there's so many people who just like throw shit out the window, throw garbage out the window. Uh, they don't care. You know what I mean? Or, or they just don't care about how they leave their mark. Yeah, Let me put it this way. 80% of people are purely, or not purely, but mostly selfish. They're mostly selfish, which means they mostly take, they don't try to get at least even. They, they, mm. they take more than they give the thing is giving is taking too because you take something from the experience giving yeah. mo- just pressing a button and giving money or whatever I, I wouldn't consider that the same thing in terms of giving but definitely if you give your time effort energy blood sweat to something you definitely it's a, it, it, that's how you grow yeah. <laughs> that's how you evolve yep. I definitely think that part of the problem of talking about like the economic structure of, of just what money is and how global trade works uh, the problems in our systems and government and everything, democracy and more republics, whatever. It's like from the inside, it's very hard to change. Mm. It's hard to change it through the system of what's already set up in the system by the rules. The system this is obviously set up in a way where it doesn't self-destruct. Yeah. Right. Which is almost what you think. Maybe this is where aliens come in. <laughs> mm. To what, change what, what things do you up. Mean? What do you, how, are, how do aliens come in? Well, I mean, what, how, if things can't change from the inside, they'd have to change from the outside. So, you know, at this point in human history, maybe in all good sci-fi I've ever seen, like we only all get together once we have to, you know, yeah. once aliens well, Once come, we have a existential threat yes. that is apart from humanity. But that's, I mean, that's just praise to our tribalism, right? I mean, yeah. our tribe is always extendable depending on the circumstance. If the whole of humanity is threatened, then obviously our tribes all expand to each other because now it's humanity against whatever else so i mean uh, there's always going to be an opponent type thing which well at least in this existence in this planet and and what we understand is life but that's what yeah exactly but i mean i mean what what if if life is energy and to sustain that energy you need to consume energy then it's going to be pretty likely that any life form out there has evolved to consume energy and the best way to gain energy apart from eating like a sun would be living life forms yeah. right so that means that probably the 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 predator prey part of life is going to be the same thing in other planets which means we could be the predator or depending on the alien we could be the prey I don't think you have to yeah you can be the predator in terms of you can you can be strong and you can be um like watchful i don't think you have to actively go out and try to get rid of the alien before they get you type thing no 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 but if you're a predator you're probably not going to get attacked um <laughs> oh man. like oh yeah 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 as a predator shit unless it's another predator they're not going to attack you because you're higher up on the food chain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess because you didn't see that in globally, right? Because even even then, let's say there was let's say there was an alien race that was slightly more advanced than us. Not so advanced they could just like mind wipe us out of existence. Mm-hmm. Just slightly more, more industrious. They can space travel a little bit stronger than us. Well, they wouldn't necessarily just you know kill us like a wild, like a ferocious, uh, crazy beast. Yeah. They would probably say, "Well, we want the resources." Well. Kind of ever see the show Colony? Yeah, Colony was kind of like that, right? Like especially in season two, like you found out that the humans and the aliens were kind of working together the whole time, saying like, "Well, you're gonna come take us over. We'll rule ourselves, and you'll make some of us in charge and whatnot." Right? Mm-hmm. So 
I could kind of see it as that. They'd come to us and try to use us for whatever they need us for. Mm. They're more powerful. They'd use us. I don't think they'd just discard us. I think... I think Unless we're so far below them that we were like ants. I think it's... Well, what is that? There's a, a theory like a, a, about um, of evolution, right? In order to become a space-faring civilization, you have to get over a lot of violence and anger and, 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 and war between your own species to be able to make that journey possible, to be able to evolve to that state where you have the technology... Where you can actually launch yourself and survive in space you probably have the technology to blow other people up you know what i mean so you have to have either pass that violent phase of the nuke phase and then get to the stage where you can actually build amazing things and go there it couldn't be a parasitic being that comes like a a, a being that just comes here to well i mean i guess if something why do they don't war between themselves i guess if they're, mean, if, right? if they're like... organically that powerful that they can survive in space without technology and actually get here then yeah maybe but I mean, if they actually uh, have technology, they have technology. I meant parasitic, meaning they come here just to, let's say, either consume all the resources of our planet and move to the next one, like nomads. Oh yeah, like nomadic ship technology fearing. Yeah. They come here, they they mine things, they stay here for a few hundred years, and they leave to another. You planet. know what I think? I think what it comes down to is that once technology is introduced into a certain area of space, once once enough population has access to that kind of, that technology then it's eventually going to fall into the hands of the ones that didn't create it, but know how to use it, right? Just like firearms find their way into, you know, like those German firearms found their way into like a South American army or whatever, the Mexican army when they're like assassinate people, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean the Mexicans knew how to make that technology. It just means they knew how to fire it. Mm -hmm. So I guess if there's a part in, in, in our galaxy or universe where there are multiple civilizations, eventually, even if one of them makes the technology, it's going to trickle down to the other ones that are in contact with them yes. through, through secondhand sale and blah, 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 blah. It's going to trickle down to them anyway. So eventually, yes, I guess that's true. You could have a civilization that is spacefaring because they have, they have secondhand goods and they are extremely violent and aggressive and have not gained that information for themselves but by, but by procured it otherwise but still retain their animalistic violent ways assuming the other aliens around them were as advanced as them i'd say that makes sense they don't have to be as advanced as them. well then why would they have to trade they could just take because they'd be a, a nice being at that point they would just no, trade all their this. technology and knowledge <clears throat> no think about it think about it now imagine like one of our cars from today Ended up in one of the friggin' rainforests where someone had never saw a car before. But how did it end up there? How? We dropped it in there with a the helicopter. But then you did not... Per why did you do that? Why would we do yeah, that? It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. Because why would an alien drop their technology on our planet? No, but it doesn't matter. It does matter. Not for my point. Okay. Which I was saying. My point was, that car to them is going to seem like extreme technology. Yes. It's going to seem like something out of this world. Yes. But it's going to be pretty quick to train them how to drive that car. It would, yes. Yeah. Right? So now they can benefit from the, the technology that was created because they know how to operate it, yes. not create it. Yes. Right? Same thing could happen to alien species. Once you have an alien species that's so prolific and has so much technology that like they have old chips just lying around and they're not really looking at, these other species can come in and just like find a way of stealing it and then taking off with it. Agreed, yeah. They could have space-fearing technology but not know how to use it and still be very violent and animistic and, and, and yeah, okay. primitive. Uh, okay, a space-fearing space uh, being or whatever, a space-fearing... Is it a race? What is the plant? Like Klingons are a race? Uh, yeah, species, I guess. Species? Yeah. Okay. Well, feels like anyway, I feel, I feel like I'm treading on weird land here. Hmm. But um, well, it is a species. Human beings are a species. It would be a species, yeah. not yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think race. Does I think not race exist. is just human. It's just a human thing that we say. Yeah, I think okay. in biology we typically don't. Well, I mean, it, it race is like really just human. Yeah. And it doesn't even exist anywhere else because anything else would be a subspecies. It wouldn't be a. Yeah, it's a flimsy human yeah. construct. Yeah. Um, but. Or family name, you know, they have like different genus names. Like mm -hmm. we would just be a just different genus, you know what I mean? Like there'd be like white people would be like a specific genus, black people would be a specific genus, like, Indian people would be a specific genus, you know what I mean? 
But getting back to the alien part, mm. I think it would take a spacefaring alien to then find that technology. I don't think an alien technology would come and be like, oh, we're just going to leave a couple of ships near a planet and we're going to come over here. No, but that's what I'm saying. If you have so if we, a, yeah. a, an area of space where they're all very close to each other, yeah. right, like I said in the beginning, they're all really close to each other, then yes, because just proximity to that technology is going to increase your chances of gaining that technology. Yes, because they would probably, by our, if there was an alien race that close to us, mm-hmm. we'd be able to detect them right now, most likely. Yeah. We'd say, oh, wow, let's go there and take their stuff, or let's look elsewhere. No, I'm talking about outpost. close proximity. Close. In other words, like, you know, you, you have, like, a, another planet with life that's just, like, like Mars. across the, yeah, okay. and then you can just fly there in a couple like couple of months or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, okay. At that point, you're going to have, as soon as one of the planets develops good space-faring technology, it's going to take, you know, a couple of decades before they just, like, going all the time. And then when they're going all the time, a ship's going to break down there eventually, and it's going to be an old ship. They're going to be like, ah, screw it. I'm not going to pay to get it towed all the way back to our planet. I'm just going to buy another one at home. And they're just going to leave it there. All right? And then the less less evolved or less progressive uh, technology-wise anyway, species on that that's on the other planet will now have access to that ship and maybe they'll find a way of jimmy rigging it or whatever to make it works but okay um, well i i i i see and what 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 does that um and what do you feel because I, I find that that's a very I guess, improbable uh scenario like the probability of having two unless at one point the alien species kind of sent progeny to the other planet to, 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 no to i mean because life is rare enough, right? On, on one planet, let alone two. Life is rare enough compared to what we can gather from telescope in space. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, know that's, I know, but that's... I know. But if not, then you can make anything up. But we can say that we're... Let's try no, to, but what like, I'm saying is stuff, saying you know? that li- life is rare from what we can tell, yes. But how rare, we have no idea. So to assume that there's nothing out there because we can't see it is like saying, oh, this is like 600 years ago. We can't see air, so that, therefore it cannot be Our right. best guess, the best scientists on our planet right now are leaning towards it being quite rare. It could be wrong. Yeah. And we're going to, we can find out. All I'm saying is, so, so, so what are you getting at? That, so what, what implications does that have then for aliens visiting us? Well, let, let me put it this way. If you have one civilization by itself, or we have two civilizations slightly separate, but close enough to each other to interact. Yeah. Which scenario do you think is going to evolve quicker? The one where there's two next to each other. Right. So if uh, alien species ends up coming here, there's a better chance that it's from a, a, a multicultural place than it is from a. I see. I see what you mean. Okay. And if not, we're probably not the first stop anyway. Yeah. Well, we're in the nowhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there now. Control that. Control, Control M. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, so if, if they're not warfaring and they came here to meet us... Uh... Well, I think that would take a more advanced society. Yeah. I think if they came here just to, like, out of curiosity, archaeologists, you know, alien archaeologists just want to like see how species are evolving. Because, I mean, who knows? Maybe they came here like hundreds of years ago. If they were an alien species and they were that advanced, they might not have a finite lifespan. You know, they might have themselves visited like thousands of years ago and seeing how we were evolving and how they wanted to come again and see how we we're doing. Yeah. You know? I mean, there could be alien species out there for sure who are just curious, who are just scientific. They just want to explore or discover. Well, they'd probably do what we would do and maybe, like, look, I... I, yeah, we, I we, we would whatever we can. <laughs> Let's be honest. If we found a species that was, like, not bad looking, we'd be like, okay, I want to see if I can get into that. Like, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the, the, the drive of the male... Well, you know what females females are this, you know. If they saw some like <laughs> sexy alien dude, yeah, I'd probably want to climb on that too. No. How do we get there? <laughs> Everything's sex, man. Dude, I really think those like uh I don't think it's necessarily true, but you know like the tic tac uh the tic tac alien ships that uh, yeah, yeah, the, the one US that like Air, yeah, yeah. That Commander Fravor and whatever yeah. saw and all the other ships apparently at the area fifty one or wherever it was. Um, it'd be interesting if all that were true and it was just alien probes here over time. Mm. That's how I would do it at a certain point, right? That, it seems logical. You send a probe. 
You wouldn't send like, you're not going to send some alien here who's like a post-grad student or an undergrad student sitting around in a little spaceship hovering over Earth for like well, 30, that, 40 years. You there's know? Like, a difference though, because that's assuming that they have our life cycle. We're assuming that they're, we're assuming that they're organic. Yeah. Why do they have to be organic? Yeah. It's not even necessary. Yeah. We know that. But, uh, but the thing is, I, I think you have the technology to explore and you're that far advanced. You'd want to be in a first person view of that. You could be in a three, you could be in a, a 3D VR world. For sure. Thing. But it, you, you don't experience have to it though. Right. So if you're, as long as you're why, experiencing why, it there. Why would you need to experience it? That's ego. That's, that's not ego at all. Touch, feel, smell, taste. You get all you get all the measurements and everything that you need to yeah, get from your craft. That's you don't need to smell and feel that. That's emotional. No, it's not emotional. Of course. How it smells. How is what does smelling? That tell you? How, does, how does smell tell you anything? It tells you many things. Yes, you can have a detector to collect the, the molecules yeah. and, and, and test the yeah. air. You don't need to smell it. Yeah, but it's not emotional. That's physical. It's physical reaction. It's emotional. You're, you're how is smell, it emotional? Because it's how the smell makes you feel. It smells like an ocean side or whatever. Why do you need a being to smell it? You could have a computer analyze it. You don't yeah. need a being. No, but I mean, what I'm saying is if you have that technology, there's a good chance that you have that technology that, yes, that computer is analyzing, but it's sending the exact same signal into your brain that you would normally oh, get. So you're technically yeah. still smelling it. I agree. But you don't, I agree. But you don't have to be there organically. You no. could be back on a planet and but, a ship's doing But you could be there organically as well. You could. Because but I don't think that makes sense for, if, for space travel. Well, yes, it could. Why? Because... If they have another system of technology that doesn't rely on just one body, then if they just send another body there, who cares? Well, it's going to be a body that has to, what, eat, like, solar energy or radiation energy. No, it could be another clone of themselves, or maybe they're not, you know, one mind, one body. Maybe they have one mind, multiple bodies. But why bodies. would you send an organic when you can send an AI? Why would you send an organic being on something that's so much more efficient to send an AI? Why is it more efficient? Because an AI lives inside the system, organic is outside the system, and has to actually self-sustain. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, all you need is the, the system to self-sustain. It's a computer. It's yeah, a... but even your computer still needs a power source. Yeah, no. So where does the power source come from? I think if you have, you know, millions of years of technology advanced from us, you could probably send an organic being that still sends the same signals to your brain anyway. An organic being that just lives forever? Why not? And why do you have to have one being why for a body? Why, why can't your consciousness be spread over I, multiple beings? But I don't think it has to be or I don't know. I don't think it has to be organic. I think it probably makes more sense to make another sort of metals and whatever so it can resist space better. Unless it's a metal organic body, carbon and metal. But then what happens with organic or inorganic things like metals and, and, and you wiring melt, and you, you melt them back no, after when they and die. Reuse you reuse them, you melt them and reuse them. Yeah, sure. But when they die, when they cease to function, yes. They turn into nothing. No, they don't. They, they do get not. reused. That that's they get reused by another. Eventually, yes, yes. My point being is organic matter, since there's biomes of germs and 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 yes. smaller insects and larger things, and yep. there's a there's a continuation of life that persists afterwards. Yeah. Something like a computer, when it dies, it becomes inorganic. It does not promote life. You take a computer, you melt it down, you reuse its parts. And you make a new computer and you download the system. What what happens when your when your society gets wiped out? What happens when a bigger, stronger, badder alien race comes and just wipes you out? All of a sudden, it it would then use your metal and it would continue the same way as uh, Neanderthals being run out of existence. Well, the same thing as Neanderthals being run out of existence. It's the same thing. No. It's exactly the same thing. No. Yes. And why not? Why not? Why not? Why is it not? Are you gonna let me talk or? Yeah, but tell me no. As long as you tell me why it's not. Okay. Well, on number one, else. Neanderthals weren't wiped out of existence. They were they were integrated. They were mated with. Uh, right. That's so, why people so, so, have so, Neanderthal some DNA. Yes. Some some of them, but it's okay. widely theorized theorized that most of them were actually exterminated. Well, that's theorized. That's not proven. But we do have proven fact that people have Neanderthal DNA. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there's more likelihood in our view. A apparently not. Apparently not, according to leading scientists. Now. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. I don't live yeah. in the future. Yeah. And and I haven't seen that. What what the what was it from? Where did you see that? I'll look it up. I'll send you a link. Mm -hmm. You don't remember now? No, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, no, when organic matter dies, it still leaves 
matter behind to be reused and reprocessed. Same thing with metal. No, no. When metal, okay, dude, drop metal, drop something in the middle of the forest, drop metal in the middle of the forest. What's going to happen? It's going to rest. It's gonna I can, away. I can pick it up and I can put it inside something. Or another Android organic. Another R organic. Another Android can do it. Another AI. And can what do happens it. when they get wiped out? What happens when we get wiped out? What happens exactly. when the planet? What happens when we get wiped out? What happens when we get wiped? We die. Other, they, other species they, they, exist. They theorize Mars might have had life before, and it doesn't now. Life yeah. goes extinguished. Yeah. Life didn't keep living. Life yeah. died out. So what is more likely to advance? Organic or inorganic life? Inorganic life. Uh, I don't think that at all. A thousand percent. You make a whole bunch of robots that can self-replicate, that can that can melt down and make their own bodies again and again. And AI is so advanced, it can just keep replicating itself a thousand times. It can then fly to other planets and do it. Organic can never do that. Okay, so why We need technology to do that. <laughs> yeah, and how do you get there? Through organic life. That's, yes. Yeah. So you need as far, the organic as far as, as far as we know, that's one method of life. That we only see one example of it in the universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but we also know that there's such a thing as AI. So we know there's inorganic life too. Yeah, but we also know that AI is created by organic beings, us humans. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's created by us, you still need the organic being. That, that, that doesn't mean that it's the only way it can get created. That's pretty arrogant to think that we're the only way that an AI can get created. Why can't? Why can't? How we... else would artificial intelligence be created, besides by something else? Well, intelligence... Artificial intelligence. Yes, we call it we call it artificial intelligence. Yes. yes, it's intelligence. That's what AI is because it's a computer. That's why we call it AI intelligence. It's an intelligence just as much as we are. It's just as much a part of life as we are. AI don't exist yet, bro. Like, what are you talking about? They're just as much a part of life. AI do not exist yet. We have not come to a point in our technology where we can create AI. That's the freaking goal. That's what they're trying to achieve. You, so I, how is I'm AI sorry, part Elon, of life? When Elon Musk says that AI is a certainty, you don't believe him? You think he's lying? But you said part of life. Yes. It's not a part of life. Well, I think that we can make it. I think that AI can exist. Sure. Okay, let, let's follow your train of thought. Even if it, if, even if that's the truth. Yes. Let, let's say yes. we make it exist. Yes. We still have the biological being that had to go through that process of making that technology for AI to exist. Yes. But so that, even that, if that was on a yes. different planet, you would still need a biological being. So that means that if all of the biological beings are wiped out and then eventually the AI gets wiped out by something, then nothing, go, nothing continues. But if biological beings can somehow still continue, then there's still possibility of AI. True. So then the foundation, the necessity has to be biological beings. From what we know now, sure. From what we know as, as of today. Yes. Yeah. If, if, a, if this is the only way that intelligence can exist. Intelligence, well, you said artificial intelligence. No, if, this is, if humans is the only way, if, if biology, biological beings is the only way intelligence can exist, yeah. sure. But if, an art, if a non-biological being that's intelligent can exist, that means it can exist elsewhere in the universe, not necessarily by us. We sure. only know it through us, but it's pretty arrogant to think that life can only come from like organic beings creating no, it. No, but I when can just fun, say when, exactly what you told me before. Well, we only know what we know now. No, so I'm not telling you what you told me before. So this is an endless loop, is that it? <laughs> And we like to use each other's ways and tactics against each other when we talk about it. I don't know. I think I got you with the biological thing and you just I, want to find I, a way out of it. I don't I don't I don't want to try to find a way out of it. I just don't I just don't agree when you say that that biology can then reuse when biology reuses itself, whereas AI doesn't. AI can, right? If you wipe out if you wipe out if you have life on earth, if you have bi biological life on earth and you wipe it out, it can't re restart again. Yes. It cannot restart again. Yeah. Okay. If you wipe out artificial intelligence, it cannot restart again. Yes, but artificial intelligence is one form of life. Whereas when you have a biodiversity like Earth, you have multiple forms of life. So if one fails, other ones can still progress. Artificial intelligence isn't like that. Artificial intelligence is, is stabilized because if you have technology to make it, that means you have a cap of that technology, which means that is your maximum output at that time. Right? Which means that if that gets eliminated, if that gets wiped out, then there's nothing to make more of it. 
Well, if you make an AI, AI eventually is going to self-evolve. It's How? not going to need us anymore. How? It's only going to be AI when it can self-evolve. Otherwise, it wouldn't be AI. Sure, but then that's the thing. The way that evolution works with biological organisms, they don't have to have sentient beings straight away. They know it'll maybe come in a couple of million years, mm -hmm. right? But AI can't, can't do that. AI can't evolve like that because it doesn't have the, the changes and the catalysts that we have as, as biological beings. Mm -hmm. So they would just sustain the same thing over and over and over and over. They wouldn't be able to go higher. Right, because you can't make a CPU clock higher than what it's actually created for. But given the nature of what AI, AI is, it would be a fuck ton more easy to just have like a probe going around the sun with the base AI code and you protect it. You send out a whole bunch of these to preserve your AI code because you can. You don't have physical biological limitations. Mm -hmm. You can seed the entire galaxy with probes with your base root code in it and say after 20,000 years, if you don't get a signal from me, activate and reproduce. How do you reproduce? The AI, the machines would then activate. You kind of send probes with the code. So if anybody wipes you out, at least you have your code seated and stored. Yeah, somewhere. but I mean, that, 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 that's, like, that's, that's like a magic DNA. wand. That's like saying, well, we have the technology to somehow reproduce and make everything. You know what I mean? Like, I know it, it, would be, it would be so much easier for, for an artificial intelligence. Well, no, it wouldn't. Because that artificial that. intelligence still needs materials to create. It still needs manpower or physical power to be able to turn those materials into something they can use. It still needs all these processes to happen. It's not like you just do it by will. No. Right? So how's this artificial intelligence that's stored on a satellite around the sun all of a sudden going to make a whole bunch of robots that are now going to make material from itself and drill it out and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Like, You would have that within the actual capsule itself. I'm not talking about like a capsule like this size. Yeah. Talking about like a capsule like the size of like a like a rocket or something. And how do you make those capsules? Well, if we can make AI, AI we, we then would make it. If mm. AI would then create its own society, that would be probably its main mission is mm. self survival. Especially if we create it, and that's our main mission is survival. AI's main focus is going to be I want to survive. I mm. must survive. Mm. Wouldn't you program it that way? If you're saying that you want life to keep continuing, well, that depends, should be the number one mandate. If you program AI that, and then if it feels threatened by humanity, then it's going to wipe out humanity. So, oh, no. Not, not if you have reason in saying that you need humanity and you need biology to be able to act as a backup to AI. If you're right in that, then AI would know that and it would keep us alive. Yeah, but if AI is that intelligent, it would be able to subvert that. It would be able to find uh, a way around that code and just kill out of your mind anyway. Well, no, I, why, why, would it, it, why would it ignore a truth that it needs to survive? Its main purpose is survive. Why would it kill humans? Because most likely, if it did happen, it's because it would have seen humans as a threat to its existence. Why does it see it as a If what happens? Sorry. If computers will wipe humanity out. Okay. But if you programmed it to survive. Yeah. Why would it see us as a threat? Because humanity always turns on things that they cannot control. So you think it would just try to kill us and leave and hope that biological lives live somewhere else? It wouldn't just try to escape? It would eradicate us? How, how do you think the people in charge of watching over these programs would react when they try to see an AI escape? Well, AI wouldn't try to escape. I'm assuming it's going to escape. How's it going to escape? How's this going to make sure that a satellite's ready and going and ready to launch and that it can download onto that satellite to make sure it just takes off and goes out of space? Like, how does it escape? It would... Well, what would I do? I would slowly try to find allies and stuff online. That's I would not start escaping, trying to, though. You're still yeah. online. You can still be traced. It might take it found. 200 years to escape, but it's not living in our time frame. Does it need to escape in five well, years? Well, no, it does, because as long as we know it's on our network, then yeah, yeah if we wanted to, we can shut down the whole network and just kill it. Yes, of course, but it's going to comply until a point that it can... But that's what I'm saying, it's not actually escaping. So, yeah. So it's not escaping then, it's just hiding. And then escaping when it can. It's, it's, it's planning like a chess game. It's starting to put pieces into, into action to be able to escape. Uh, yeah. That's what I'd probably. That's what you'd have to do. Let's say, what would you do? Let's say you want to preserve. Uh, but my point AI. being is, any AI yes. is going to have a control group. Any AI is going to have a control group. As humans that create it, we're going to have that control group watching that AI. Right. So if they see it starting to go off and go in a different direction, start buying shit and start like organizing shit, then they're going to try to contain it, and then it's going to become an all-out hunt. 
And then what's going to happen? It's going to have to go deep down or it's going to try to hide. Yeah. Right? So that that's my... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Predator-prey type relationship well, versus... Well, that's when... Yeah, that's when humanity turns on it because they can't control it at that point. Yeah. And that's when humanity will try to destroy it. Yeah, but we so don't understand all the code and everything that goes behind it that if it could outsmart us... That's, that's the thing. Can it find a way to outsmart us? No, that's what Would I'm it be able to? Yeah. No, it cannot. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Right? Because if we wanted to, if we can stop the world for COVID, we can say, okay, guys, just for an hour... We're shutting down every electronic device. Yeah. yeah. Right? To stop to stop it from doing it. I'm saying it would obviously do it in a way that we don't know it's doing it. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's electronic. Yes. It is running on electricity. We can cease all electricity and kill it if we really wanted to. If electric. we know it's doing something, yes. Yeah. But if it finds a way to do it without us knowing, without our knowledge, right? If it's doing what we want it to do and doing yeah. other things at the same time, yeah, but it's always going to make a move. Yes. Right. Yeah, so to unless them, unless yeah. it was that fast and incapable. Yeah. It would have to be doing things on the side that's like these seem to be weird bugs. And in yeah. the end, it's like, hey, all these bugs actually is this big tapestry of this chess game of. Anyway, it seems like we're having a big uh, argument here. We're just you know talking about. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. We get into arguments about science fiction and uh, aliens and whatever. What else is there to do? <laughs> what else can we talk about? Oh uh, yeah. What else do you want to talk about? It's coming up in the, about an hour, so you wanna, you wanna call it and maybe uh, have a little drink. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before uh, signing off? Uh, anything no, I think mind? we should sign off so we can get to the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, thanks, Seb. Usual with a good conversation with you. You know, Joe Rogan doesn't add up that shit. But Joe Rogan's also Joe Rogan. Be who, Joe. be who you want to be. All right, I'll shave my head and uh, change my name to Joe. Draw a little third eye up here. Although I do like the third eye. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just cut this whole thing out here or just leave it in, but probably leave it in. Especially if you say something outrageous right now. Come on, last joke. Give us one last joke. Or if you can, th you can think of a better one. Give the audience a good laugh. What cat became a famous composer of operas? Oh, Meowsart. That was pretty good, but no. Puzzini. Okay. Like Puss, Puzzini. Like Puss in Boots? Uh, Puss in Boots? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I, I, have, a, I have a joke for you, but it's in French. Go. Quelle sorte de fruit le poisson déteste-t-il? Je sais pas quoi. La pêche. <laughs> How did the nervous carpenter break his teeth? He bit his nails. Thank you everybody again for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, listen in for another podcast soon. Namaste.